Welcome to the Along Came Bitcoin podcast. My name is Eileen, and I am focusing this podcast on women in and around the Bitcoin space. It is a place to grow your knowledge and build your network in the Bitcoin community. While the focus is on women, all are welcome and encouraged to be part of the conversation. Thank you for being here and welcome to the journey. So this episode is going to be a little different. I'm going to share a personal journey that I had in the last week, and I hope you enjoy it. So here we go. This week, I did something that was a little bit out of the usual for me. I went to Miami for the Bitcoin conference. Why did I do that? Well, let me go back a little bit. So a year ago, June of 2020, I personally owned no Bitcoin, no fraction of a Bitcoin, no percentage of Bitcoin. I really had no idea how to actually do a transaction. I was interested in it. I was reading about it. I was learning about it, but I hadn't taken any real action to jump into this world of Bitcoin. And I decided in June that I was enough reading, enough researching, and it was time for me to take some action. So I made an initial purchase of, I want to say it was $100 um, through an exchange, and I got my feet wet. And what a difference that made. What an amazing experience it was for me. What I've learned to kind of take that action and move forward and kind of own an idea, put my thoughts into action, if you will, and move forward from there. So fast forward a year later, Here I am flying to Miami to go to a Bitcoin conference with 12,000 other people, none of whom I've ever met in my life, maybe listened to some podcasts, read some books, and heard stories. But what an amazing experience it was. I learned so much through the whole weekend, and I'm so grateful that I went. So I wanted to take this time to share my experiences and put some thoughts out there in this podcast for myself first, but also for others who might be curious about the experience and to use this as almost a journal to reflect back on in the future and maybe to encourage others to take action on their thoughts. So let me begin. Got on a plane, flew down to Miami. It was warm. It was very warm and humid, hot and sunny. Um, Miami was different than I remembered it or expected it. It was definitely more, um, I felt like there were more high rises than I had seen in the past. The area seemed a little more run down than I was maybe expecting or had anticipated. And yet there was an energy there and a vibe that was pretty cool. The particular conference was in an area called Wynwood and that particular, that part of Miami has embraced all the graffiti and artwork, street work, and it it's literally is on the sidewalks and the buildings, and it's it's all part of the architecture that's in that space, and it's amazing to see. It's amazing to walk through that area, and the vibe of the community there is so eclectic and so pretty really interesting and no building looks like another and yet they all have this kind of 
chemistry that happens between them. And I think it was the perfect setting for this conference because this conference was bringing together all different people who were coming into the space from different perspectives and ideas and approaches and yet had a chemistry and a vibe among us and something that we were inspired by and um, a little bit infatuated with or obsessed with, if you will. So that being said, got there Thursday, checked into my hotel and was heading to a, um, the first event I had decided to go to was a very affordable $5 sign up happy hour, if you will. It was called the Mermaids Happy Hour, and it was an event that was encouraging women in the blockchain space. And if you're familiar with my podcast at all, you know that my focus is on encouraging women in Bitcoin. I thought this would be a good space to meet more people, and it was. Um, it had so many different people there, and they were all very encouraging about meeting each other, understanding who's hiring in the space, understanding who's looking for work and how the the community can help support women in that space. And I hope to be talking to more of the individuals that put that event together and encourage that that chemistry. Um, but the, the, the decor and it was in a basically an art space. So there were art installations, artwork on the wall. It was very loud, I think, for what the venue, you know, obviously being an art studio was a little hard for maybe having some other conversations, but I digress. You saw people in dresses and suits, and there was a woman in a mermaid costume, of course, and then people that had tattoos from head to toe. Um, there were other people that were, looked like they probably are home normally with their kids taking them to the bus stop and others that are um, meeting new people and learning about what they do. So it was just so many different men and women there, but the predominant force was women in the space. And that was very encouraging and refreshing. And I learned a lot of different stories and I met a lot of very interesting people. Left that and went off to a have fun staying club event. And when I got to that space, I have to say, I felt right at home. I I could see where the club community of the Bitcoin space is where I'm at, and I get it. Like, it's a group of people that are maybe newer, or I'm going to say quote-unquote junior, although I don't like this. Was this kind of a counter to, there were these whale events happening, which is the idea that people have bigger money in this space. I personally don't agree with that, creating that divisiveness within this community or this division within the community but recognize there are sponsors who are putting on events and anyway um but the have fun staying club event was fantastic i got to meet some really wonderful people i met the two hosts of the toxic happy hour um pubby and anders and they had just met for the first time after doing this pretty popular YouTube channel event on Bitcoin over the last year or so and their scarves on and we're toasting everybody and so happy to see and meet everyone and meet each other. There was definitely a euphoria there. Um, met another wonderful gentleman, um, Alex, 
who knew so many people in this space. And when I told him I was working on a podcast about women in Bitcoin, he took me around the room and introduced me to all the women that he knew and what they were working on. And every single one of them was so excited about meeting more women in the space and having conversations. And it just, it reignited my drive and my motivation. Um, one highlight for me was to meet Katie the Russian, who's just an amazing woman with what she's doing and where she's going. And it was indoor, outdoor, dance party kind of feel. Got to give a big thank you to Guy Swan for the work he's doing in this space. There were just so many people. It, it really was, the energy was was pretty fantastic. And left there to get some tacos for dinner and walked past Gramps and saw Preston Pishin line. And he was on my list of people to say thank you to for the work he's done and how he's contributed and the influence that he's had on my education and knowledge. Because at the foundation of all this are some pretty talented, amazing people who have given of their time, their research, their knowledge, all for free through podcasts and audiobooks and conversations and articles to support learning and understanding of Bitcoin for a bigger, better understanding for many people and I couldn't be more grateful so got to thank Preston while he was standing in line to get into another happy hour event Um, did a quick shout out to Peter McCormick who was having his own little private um, well happy hour not happy hour I guess it was just a little party to kind of thank thank all his audience and people in the space so and I had been emailing Peter as a way of um, keeping my momentum going, and he reply he does not lie. He replies to every single email, and his his when I went up to him and I said, I just want to thank you, Peter, for what you're doing, and I've been sending you emails. I'm working on my Long Came Bitcoin podcast, and he heard me. He'd been listening. He had heard my podcast. He got my emails. He said, just keep going. He was so excited for me. He's like, come on to the event. You know, I'd love to. I'm so grateful you came. So there's just a real positive energy here. And I, I would encourage anybody that's curious about this or trying to learn to just keep learning. It's such a beautiful space to be in. And it's pretty, pretty exciting. Next day was the conference. Did not handle the logistics probably as well as they could have, but that's for another day. I wasn't surprised kind of going into it when you have 12,000 people showing up to an event and you're opening the doors an hour before and nobody's checked in. But anyway, I stood in line for two hours and you'd think we might get a little bitter for, you know, a wait for people who had bought tickets. But I think at least for myself, and there were plenty of other people probably in a similar mindset, like, wow, we're literally standing in line with all other Bitcoiners who are all excited to be here, who've waited to get here, who understand we're all real and we all want this and we're excited for it. Plus, it didn't hurt that they were live streaming the stuff off YouTube and we could probably see all the main stage events that we really didn't miss, quote unquote, other than being in the room. And then from there, it just went into almost information overload. There were three main stages, lots of amazing speakers. The main stage had kind of the key line, headline speakers, and the other stages had much more 
intimate conversations around the tech and the creativity, the ingenuity that's coming into the space. Um, and But all of it, I heard one of the speakers say that having been to these conferences over the years, first of all, the size going from 100, 150 people to 12,000 just in the last few years is pretty amazing. And then you layer on the fact that in the past, the conferences had been maybe a little bit more tech-oriented, development-oriented, and this conference had a balance of tech with education, which is to bring more people in and through the experience. And I think that layered on top of the benefits socioeconomically, um, globally, to having Bitcoin exposure in an individual's life can add so much more freedom, not just of finances, but ultimately it becomes a freedom of your thoughts and your energy. And it allows you to contribute back to the space in a way that you want or not, or just allows you to free your time to do with what you want to not worry maybe the so much about your money and you earning it but rather think about what you want to do with your creativity and your being part of a community so it reminded me of a quote when I was in that space that I had seen on one of the back of my kids t-shirts from camp and it it goes basically to the effect of don't ask what the world needs ask what makes you come alive and go do it because what the world needs is more people who have come alive something to that effect I believe it's Truman who said that and I think that that's resonated with me in the last year is trying to understand the things that are making me come alive and putting my time and energy in and around those things because at the end of the day, we only have so much time and so much energy. So making sure we're using that time and energy in the best way possible is pretty amazing. So I guess I would say that, you know, going through all this whole experience, I learned a lot. I met a lot of amazing people. I got to say thank you to the Lynn Aldens and the John Vallises and the all the wonderful content. Nick Carter literally saw Jeff Booth walking down the street and had to stop him and thank him for his book and what he's doing in this space. It's just, and everyone was so easy and open to talk to and eager and excited to be in the space. So I would encourage anyone that's thinking about Bitcoin it's a pretty cool place to be and to learn and to learn not just about money, but to learn about yourself. And for those that are already in this space, I just want to say thank you for the work that you're doing and encourage you to keep doing it. And I'm trying to do the same and curate more content for the space. I've met many amazing women. I will be hosting more of them on my show moving forward. And I grateful for the opportunity to have been in Miami. I was sad to not see more of my Bitcoin group there, but I was really happy to be able to meet one individual in person 
which is David, and spend not just a, a, some time at a pub crawl with him, but to sit down later in the evening and have a drink with me and my husband and have some really wonderful conversations. So thank you to everyone in this space. And um, I look forward to sharing more of these conversations in this journey in the future. Well, I hope you enjoyed that. A little different, but I thought it was worth taking note of. And I want to give a shout out to my husband, Richard, who came with me on this journey, has been so insanely supportive of my Bitcoin rabbit hole experience so far, and might even be coming around a little himself after watching some of this content and uh, uh, from our hotel on YouTube, on the YouTube. But um, and was starting to read Bitcoin Standard on the plane on the way home. So who knows? We'll see what happens there. Um, but one quick reminder for everyone, be sure that you're putting your time and energy into things that make you come alive and take action on all those wonderful thoughts that you have. I would love to hear from more of you out there that are in the Bitcoin space, the journey that you're on and how Bitcoin is affecting you in your life. If you can reach me at alongcamebitcoin at gmail.com and I have a Twitter handle at wise underscore wake. Thank you and have a wonderful Bitcoin day.